heart in your hand when I was just a child, creating a peaceful home filled with warmth and a smile. When I came home all upset, you listened with your eyes. At times I didn't understand, but now I realize. So I want to say it's so easy for me now, and I need to say thank you, Mother, for yesterday. As I grew up each year, you were always by my side, letting me stretch my wings to the ends of the sky. So I want to say it's so easy for me now, and I need to say. Thank you, mother, for yesterday. I know I should have said it some more. You never judged me, so I wrote this song for you to simply say thank you. And listen. What great life lessons you live! Impatience and mission. Now we pass these gifts to our children, keeping your light as our guide. Today, with the challenges I face, you're still making things all right. So I want to say, life's so easy for me now, and I need to say, thank you, mother, for today. So I want to say, life's so easy for me now. And I need to say thank you, mother. Thank you, mother. Thank you, mother, for today.
Good morning. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Every Friday here on 1150 AM KKNW, I'll be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities that are guaranteed to lift your spirits. And that song definitely lifted my spirits. Normally I end my show with a, a song in its entirety. But today I thought I'd start the show with that song because it, it lifted my spirits and it touched me um, in such a deep way. Um, and uh, normally I have two guests, a musician and uh, a fascinating person. But today that person is all of those things. <laughs> so uh, today I have a musician, an educator, author, a nature lover, an amazing human being joining us this morning, Dr. Joe Femulera. Good morning, Dr. Joe. Good morning. Thank you so much, Dina. Gosh, when you sent me that song, because this year, my son, you know, is going through some stuff because of the pandemic, and he's been on the show to talk about, you know, the depth of the darkness that he was in and how he got through it, which was, you know, coming out and seeing me, but also setting his intentions, counting his blessings. And Jim Phillips was on the show, and I gave him his book, um, and he read it at the beach. But your book is the next person it goes to is my son. <laughs> Because he's great. doing so amazing right now. But yeah, Thank You, Mom is the song, and I love it. So thank you so much for sharing that with me. Yeah, that was a lot of fun to write. My mom turned 90 years old a couple of years ago, and uh, I got an opportunity to write that play and perform it at, at her party. And uh, yes, it brought, brought everyone some tears. <laughs> well, and I like the part listening with your eyes, because when people are listening with their eyes, they're, they're 100% engaged. And so I know from reading your book and also... Um, talking to you that you have a rich family uh, story <laughs> that goes way back to your grandfather. Yes. And I kind of want to touch just on that, on, on the people in your life that have given you um, pieces of who you, you wanted to be and who you, uh, you brought that into your being. Yeah. Well, it, it, life is about relationships and it starts with your family. And uh, I've had so many people in my family that has inspired me, um, in so many areas in life and, and definitely the book. Uh, and one of those persons was, uh, was um, my grandfather, uh, Vincenzo Famularo, who uh, immigrated from Italy. Uh, when he was 13 years old, the family had a business and uh, the ship sunk in Italy and they didn't know what to do. So they sent Vincent across by himself with $30 in his pocket. And um, he just uh, did amazing things. He uh, enlisted in World War One, World War Two, and then he brought the whole family there. So he, he was a real leader and, and shared many life leadership lessons to not only myself, my cousins, and, and my family. And then you, uh, your book is about that, but I want to talk about that later. I want to talk about your upbringing and your family and maybe what you did yeah. when you were 16. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so music is a big part of our family. We all play instruments and um uh, at 16, I started giving guitar lessons and, and actually I started playing guitar when I was eight and I have to give a shout out to my cousin, Dom Famularo. He's a amazing drummer. He's, they call him the drumming world ambassador. Look up Dom Famularo. Uh, he's, he's interviewed every great drummer in the world. So he came to my house. Uh, he was, he's 10 years older and gave me guitar lessons at eight years old. And they've just been playing ever since then. So at 16, I started a little guitar school called the guitar experience, uh, he's got a bunch of students and uh, started giving lessons and uh, you know it, it, it was a great outlet I started playing uh, weddings and different uh, parties with my family who were older and they threw me on stage and said start playing um, so yeah it, it music is a big part we sing at holidays and and uh, my kids play and very important and then let's see 
did you decide to become a teacher? Actually, yeah, music was my 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 first. I, I I was a music teacher first. I went to school for music and got my music degree. And then I said to myself, I really don't want to teach music in a school my love and make it my job. So I switched to teaching reading. And I taught music for a while in school. And teaching reading is very similar to music, but it really is very rewarding, you know, seeing kids that having difficulty and, and uh, having a, a reading disability and helping them open up the world of reading. Um, and then I used my music in, in school, uh, became a principal, um, assistant superintendent and superintendent of schools for the past 15 years. And I love going into the classrooms. I play guitar for all of the uh, kids in the elementary school. And, and we, we, you know, we really have a, a blast. Uh, the kids love uh, hearing music and singing along. We actually have been recognized as a lighthouse district, which is uh, by Franklin Covey Education. We teach the leadership principles, uh, similar to what, what, what I have here in, in the book, but we teach the seven habits of highly effective, those principles to our students, our staff, our board member, and I, our students all get it. I mean, they talk the language um, and uh, we were recognized as a lighthouse district. We're only the second in the country that has that status, the first in New York State. And uh, it's just amazing when you hear kids say, oh, we need to think win-win, you know, when they have a conflict or, you know, first understand each other, then to be understood. So we teach about empathic listening and all of those important leadership skills. Um, so uh, it's, it's very exciting. Again, it, it's about teamwork and uh, everyone understands how it really helps us to propel ourselves uh, in a positive manner. And I like to say that makes my heart sing. <laughs> it really does because that's what I think kids need first and foremost is is a relationship and communication skills and empathy. I love you said empathy. All these these things that you know a lot of kids aren't going to get, and those are the skills that they that are essential. Actually, absolutely. In fact, all the research that comes out, the number one skill, it used to be more of the academic skills, but now it's about leadership. It's about cooperative learning. It's all about that. So, so I mean, I have a simple mission statement that I say to myself when I tell the kids it's safe, happy, safe, happy learning. They first have to feel safe environment where we work. We have high character. Um, they need to feel good about themselves and work together, and then learning can occur. So, so you need to have that foundation first to develop high character and and working together as a team and understanding that we're stronger together than alone. Um, that idea of synergy, which is one of the seven habits that we teach, um, it, it's amazing what you get as far as results with children uh, and adults. And I, you, you and I speak the same language, but I work with the chakras and, and you were like, well, what's a chakra? And uh, the root chakra is your foundation. It's your health first and foremost, and you taking care of yourself. The sacral chakra is uh, your relationships, your tribe, the people closest to you that you can be uh, supported and you do feel safe, especially in your home with them. That's, that's the root. That's what gets you your foundation. And then the, the solar plexus is what makes you shine. So that would be you playing your music, uh, teaching your classes, that's you outside your house. And that's where kids start to blossom. And then we get into our community and we start attracting more musicians. And then we have a school full of people that are learning the creative arts and music. And and then we have the higher uh, chakras, which is your uh, imagination and inspiration, which it goes up just like a tree reaching towards heaven. And in your book, all those aspects are, are touched on. And the fact that you're in the school system just it really lifts my spirit. So let's talk about your book. Go there. Sure. 
Yeah, well, it, it's called IOU Life Leadership. And typically when you hear IOU, you, you owe someone something. And in this case, you owe yourself and others to be a life leader. Uh, IOU stands for Inward, Outward, Upward. So inward living is when you're thinking, you're self-reflecting. It's really who you are, your inward being. Outward living is when you're interacting with others in the world. And I say the world because that's the nature piece, right? When you interact with nature. Mm -hmm. And there's a byproduct when you live inwardly and outwardly. That's all we have control over is our inward and outward living. Something happens to us and we hope that it's upward living. And upward living is where you receive the great life gifts that I call peacefulness, happiness, healthiness, and excellence, which is your PH2E. So we all want more PH2E. So um, IOU is inward, outward living, and hopefully we receive that upward living and move us, propel us uh, into receiving more PH2E. And what I loved about your book was the inward living um, is, is what we have control over. And what I've learned through this pandemic is that I have blood pressure issues. I had no control over so many things. So every time my blood pressure went up, I knew I was engaging in a thought that I had no control over, whether it was my son or, you know, the news or what was ever going on. And so I basically found peace by going into nature, changing my thoughts. And then I, I like the way you say being somewhere safe. You know, it's super important to, to feel safe because then you're um, – anxiety level is, is much lower when you feel safe and you're around people you can trust. So I started weeding out certain people because we had a whole year to kind of do that mm -hmm. and making sure that whoever was um, in my bubble, that's what I call it now, I felt safe with and I felt respected and valued. So this whole year gave me a whole year to practice your book inward, oh, which is me, right? Yeah, and then right. making sure now more than ever, I know my, my true friends and I know my family we had so much more time together, you know, whether it was FaceTime, phones, and now engaging in person. So I love the whole word. The party starts with you inside yourself. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that that's the, you know, there's so much of the inside out approach and, um, and, and it's what you have control over. You have 100%, 100% control of your inward living. There's so few things we have control over in life, but that we do. And it's not easy, but if we take the time to reflect on our inward living, and that's what I tried to do is put just tools in front of everyone in the book. Um, there's a number of intentional tools that you can use to help you focus inwardly and gain greater self-awareness of your strengths, your talents, your purpose. Um, it's, it's wonderful. And, and just by doing that creates a peacefulness to me and happiness, uh, understanding, you know, your most important asset, which is yourself. And we, we spend mo so much time on things we don't have control, assets that are our car and, and possessions when it's right here. It's right now, right in front of us. And if we even just take a, a little time to, to go out in nature or take a walk and think about, you know, your purpose, passion and potential, it's, uh, it's amazing the results you can get. And our health. When we are in that space, our health, it, it gets better. We feel better. Yeah. And I, I call it a multiverse. Lots of songs are being played. You know, as, as a musician, you know, you gravitate mm -hmm. towards someone else and you're going to play a song together. And that's what life is. So when I'm playing a certain song, for instance, Loving Life, uh, feel I took the test, by the way. I took that test. Oh, good. good. And I'm working on health, so I was a little bit low on the health. But okay. I do find peace of mind. And I do feel like my life is the show is the excellence and, and what I've, my purpose and passion and living it. Um, so yeah. And I have to tell you something. I had a gift the other day. I am working on that word safe and, and trust with the relationships I have. 
And I've never used safe. I've always used be able to trust. But I had a friend call me saying she was having one of the worst days of her life. And I was the one she trusted to have a, a breakdown on the phone. You know, and that to me was the biggest gift because that's a person that's been in my life for years and will probably be in my life for a long, long time. So that's the outward living. Yes. Yeah. And actually in the book, I, 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 when you're having those difficult times, I call them the three life preserving dimensions. First is yourself, which you always have. And then there's the outward others, which are, you know, are so important. They may not always be there. So you always have yourself. And then it's the spirit um, is the third. You always have that as well. But that outward uh, living is so important. We, we have 100% control of how we outwardly live, but not what comes to us from the outward world. So um, those in close relationships, and I like how you said before, your bubble, which we'll get into, I'm sure, you know, I talked about your, your inward ship. Mm-hmm. Um, that's so important. Who, who is in your bubble? Who's on your inward ship? Um, that gives you that PH2E. And then you walk, talk about the plank. <laughs> Yes, I've had a few plank walkers uh, and, you know, <laughs> it was I felt guilt. I felt a little bit guilty and I've, I've known better than to feel guilt uh, because I need to love myself. So and I'm, I'm still kind of going through that right now. There's a few. I just don't feel good about it anymore inside. You're saying guilty putting them on the plank or have them walk the plank? <laughs> yeah. OK, now let me just get into that. Thank you. So, so, so just to explain, so first we have a, our inward ship, our inward life ship we talk about, which on it is our most important people, ourself, our spirit, our family, and our friends. And that's the ship on your journey that you go through in life. And to make sure everyone is positive on that ship and that are aligned to your vision. Now, like you said, there could be even some family members, right, that are not working with you. So we say walk the plank, but they go into the dinghy, which is a small ship just outside. And it's a holding place, basically. And we work together to get them back on. But, you know, you need to and it's just, a, you know, obviously in your mind, but we need to think about, OK, this person I need to work with, I need to get closer with, I need to listen, you know, uh, more empathically and try to build them back onto my inward ship. But if your ship has negative people, you're not going to be on going to be on your, your life journey and uh, it'll constantly be trying to take you off course. So that inward life ship is important. Who's on your ship? That's what one of the activities we have here. List all your relationships and who would you say is on your inward life ship? I say put yourself on a diet of cool people <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and quality versus quantity. You know, I think before exactly. the pandemic, we were had a lot of acquaintances that we thought were were friends. But this this time has given us an incubator type of period to really take the relationships that are working and make them thrive. Yeah. And that's where I'm at right now. That's my bubble. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One, I mean, you know, again, one positive aspect, it, I think it has had us all self-reflect and having the, the kids home, I think was a gift. Uh, you know, my, my, I have, I have uh, teenage twins that are seniors uh, in, uh, in high school and it's a boy and a girl. And just the things that we did together, we've always done things together as a family, but it just was tenfold. I mean, just, you know, puzzles and board games and conversations and and uh, all, all of the great things that we could do together as a family that we probably would never have done um, if we didn't have this opportunity. So, you know, you have to try to find the positives. And again, what do we have control over? You know, we don't have control of all these outward uh, events that are happening and, uh, yeah, but we do have control of our inward self and our relationships and try to make the best of it. Our home, our, our health, and our closest relationships, our, our tribe. So we're going to take our first break. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie, and we'll be right back with more. 
What great life lessons you live Impatience and mission Now we pass these gifts to our children Lift your spirits with me, Dina Marie, on Whidbey Island. I'll be a tour guide for your spirit and a travel agent for your soul. Retreats include a healing session for your body, your mind, and your spirit. You'll receive a Reiki session plus a chakra reading, experience a labyrinth in the woods, take a walk on the beach, and enjoy downtown Langley with me. Retreats are customized for you or a group of friends. You can visit dina-marie.com to connect with me today. Island time is waiting for you. In these changing times, it's the perfect opportunity to learn new techniques that can bring calm back into your being. If you are ready to love living life, read Marla Williams' new book, The Being Zone. It will become your guidebook for creating the life you always dreamed of. Learn more about her book and online training program at thebeingzone.com. I invite you to tune into Lift Your Spirits Radio on the first Friday of the month for Love Living Life with Marla Williams. Call in for free coaching advice that is guaranteed to lift your spirits. Alternative Talk, 1150 on AM, 98.9 HD3 on HD, 1150 KKNW.com on the web. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. On the phone with us right now is Dr. Joe Famulera. Can I call you Dr. Joe? <laughs> yes, absolutely. That's, that's yeah, what they call me. Yeah, they all, and, and so let's, go, let's get back to, okay, we got what we can control. We have our relationships. We have health, safe trust. Um, how about intentions? Intentions, setting our intentions. Uh, yes. Yeah. I mean, that's, there's, there's so many tools in here about intentional living. And again, you know, what do we have control over, you know? Um, so we talk about, uh, you know, life principles that they're important principles that are universal and timeless in all societies and in all relationships. But the way we view principles, we, I call your life maps. And, uh, you know, uh, Alfred Korshipsky said the map is not the territory. So, you know, we have the maps that are not perfect. So we need to constantly analyze our life maps and try to fine tune them. And, and that's the whole continuous, continuous Im improvement um, to, to live intentionally, trying to improve our life maps, get closer to the principles um, to get uh, you know, improve our relationships. So there are 12 essential life anchors in the book. The first six are inward life anchors. We call them the, the you know, the first uh, six essential life anchors that have all uh, uh, related principles about yourself and living intentionally. <clears throat> and the first one is, is what I call self-culture. It's the culture that you bring to yourself that when people walk into your life, into your environment, they feel something. You know, we talk about culture when we walk into a, you know, an environment, I walk into a school, you feel the culture right away. But what is your self-culture? Have we taken the time to identify um, what that is? And, and that's based on the principle of self-identity. Um, you know, and, and all of the other life anchors are in, encompassed in that self-culture that helps us to develop who we are, our life vision, our life mission, our principles, our values, and our goals. Um, so developing your self-culture, intentional living, um, understanding, again, your purpose, your passion, and your potential. I, I love that those three uh, <clears throat> circles and think about the intersection of those. You know, what, what do you feel your purpose in life is? What is your purpose? 
And then uh, you, what is your potential? Like, what are your skills and talents? And then what, what drives you? What's your passion? So it's purpose, potential, passion. And that's what I call your life vision. You know, that's really, uh, you know, where you're heading. Well, and, and purpose and passion. So I have, I do healing work and it was with the chakra. So your first thing, you know, you, you set your intentions. I mean, you look up, people call it goal setting, but intentions are today. I want to be healthier. I want to be surrounded by kind, gentle, fascinating people. I want to spend quality time with my family. And those are your, your intentions and also gratitude and coming from a, a higher place and, and staying in the present moment. So that, that I call it your intuition, right? Can kind of give yeah. you a little voice. You've already asked for what you want and intuition kind of nudges you towards your purpose and your passion. So you may have a job that you go to every day, but then you pick up your guitar or you start volunteering in your community. And though that, that is what makes your life rich. When you come from those higher places, I mean, a lot of people go to work and they're feel like um, robots, you know, and they don't have that higher guidance. And and I think you and I still we're still speaking the same language, but I use the energy systems for it. But I just think it's super amazing. And also in your book, you talk about worrying versus concern. And I always say worrying is praying backwards because you're asking the universe for what you do not want. It's the opposite of your intentions. So talk about worrying. Yeah, that that's really for my mom. So you talk about influencing uh, who's in my mom always would say that that she's, you know, don't worry, be concerned. And worrying provides that emotion where you know, you have that adrenaline that goes through your body, which is never good. Um, it's not that you're not, you know, you're not caring about a situation, but concern is a more controlled fashion. It, you know, think about what you can do to control that situation. Um, so, you know, in the book, um, there's a couple of sections to talk about what's the worried person versus the concerned person and it's and it's really it's it's again it has to be intentional you have to really think about it um when a, when a situation presents you is to weed out the pieces that you have control over versus you don't have control and what you have influence over so i i look at it that you know a lot of times we think we have control over but we don't we have influence um, we don't have any control over other people we have influence over other people so you know, we can inspire or influence, but we have no control. Inspire is with the heart, influence is with the mind. Um, so being concerned is, is, is a better, uh, more uh, intentional way of dealing with, uh, you know, difficult situations. And because you're teaching me right now, so I'm thinking, worrying to me is like, oh, I hope so-and-so doesn't get hit by a car because they're dry. You know, I, the other day I had to stop a thought going through my mind that was really negative. And right. it could be like uh, drive safe, you know, exactly. drive safe. Yeah, to, to it's, it's, it's really it's the language. Uh, and uh, and and that's who people judge us is, is our language. They don't judge us from our inward living because they can't see it, but they judge us from our outward action. So there's the I.O. again. And, you know, it does your outward actions match your intentions. And, and there's so much in the book about living by design or default. Um, looking at your outward actions to see if they match your intentions, uh, your language, your your body language, your um, hand motions. There's so much that affects other people that we may not even be aware of it. Um, so, so that's really important to, to just see, you know, how are we outwardly acting? What's our O, I say? Um, do you know your O's? And then see, uh, you know, does it match my intentions? Just even looking at your posts, looking at your Twitter, looking at does it match your intentions? You know, sometimes we're posting things that are not really matching our inward world and who we are. So, 
again, we have 100% control. We could start today, you know, let's let's delete some of them and let's let's change them and let's, you know, work through it more intentionally in the beginning. And then it becomes more natural that you'll see, oh, yes, now my outward world is matching my inward intentions. You're authentic. And that's where we go with your mom listening with her, her eyes, but you're being present. So again, the conversations you have in your head, I used to have it like, oh, I wonder if I'm saying the right thing. You go home, did I say the right thing? You replay the past. The, you know, just, you're always right. thinking instead of being present. So if you're present and you're posting because you took a beautiful picture of a, a beautiful bird, you know, catching a fish and that's your heart's involved, that's authentic. But if I'm like, well, I want people to like me or so-and-so posts this so it makes me look cool. I'm just thinking about, I was a hypnotherapist and all the tapes that we play in our heads that are not us. Mm, What's your sure. take on that? <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah. So in with thinking that there's, you know, three, three things you could be thinking about. I now, right in the present moment, I past or I future, you know, and, and again, just that skill, uh, you know, what do you think about during the day, if we all think about that, am I always thinking about what I need to do? Oh, I, you know, my to do's, I need to do this later, I need to do this tomorrow. And are you not thinking living in, in the present? Or are you always thinking about in the past worrying about what happened? I can't believe that happened. It's important to think about the past and the future, but it's about balance. And, and that's what when you said you took the, the, the test of the, the PH2E assessment, um, which is uh, actually at PH2E.com, you could go right to the assessment and uh, it, it, it'll give you a self propeller, basically, because propeller is a nice visual that pushes us through life where peacefulness is one blade. Happiness is another blade. Um, healthiness is another blade and excellence is the fourth blade. And is your propeller balanced and full? And, you know, again, working on the areas that you may need to, a lot of us, it's, it's healthiness. Um, it could be peacefulness we need to add in our lives, but it's a self-assessment. So you're assessing yourself and then work on that first balancing it because on a ship, if you have an unbalanced propeller that vibrates and it breaks the ship down, just like on our bodies, if we're not balanced, it's going to you know, um, affect our lives. So uh, balance your prop and then increase it. And the beauty of it is if I would have taken that test, just answering the questions is, is just so yeah. engaging. You're, you're going to start talking to yourself again. But, you know, if I would have taken that test, let's say 30 years ago, I would have been in deep trouble because I was people pleasing. I was doing for others. I wasn't at peace. I, I, I don't even think I was healthy. And I was a, a personal trainer. You know, because mm. I wasn't balanced. And I, I, it really is a nice test to take to see, are you headed in a peaceful direction? Are you, are you going to be healthier? So now that things are speeding up, that's where the, my health was kind of not so good mm -hmm. because things are getting faster again. I knew they would, right. but not as fast as they're speeding up right now. But right. so I need to pay attention to my health. So, you right. know, tomorrow I'm going to sleep in a little bit longer. I'm not going to make any phone calls. I'm going to stay off my phone and go where I want to be, which is Mother Nature. <laughs> right, right. And it's and you can't just go out and grab, say, oh, today I'm going to grab some peacefulness, happiness. You can't just grab it by itself. It's based on your inward and outward living, right? So that's the by, those are byproducts. So what we do control is how we think and how we act, our inward and outward. And then that's how you get more peacefulness, happiness, or healthiness and excellence. Uh, so, uh, you, you, you know, you mentioned before about intention. So the, the, the Life Anchor Daily Mission 
is the who, what byproduct. So who are you going to affect? What are you going to do? And what byproduct are you hoping to get? So if it's, you know what, I've neglected, um, let's say someone I need to call, that's the who, what am I going to do? I'm going to call them. And I hope the byproduct is happiness or some more peacefulness in my life. Or it's myself, uh, the who is me. What do I need to do is exercise and the byproduct is healthiness. So it's a very intentional way of looking at a daily mission, creating these little daily missions. Uh, there's a, that's one of the life anchors, uh, the who, what byproduct. And, uh, you know, you'll, you'll get more of those peacefulness, happiness, healthiness by really having that intention, trying to receive more of it. But you can't just grab it. I wish it was on a shelf we could <laughs> grab, but we can't do that. There is no quick fix. You know, I used to be the personal trainer and there's no pill. It's getting up earlier. It's eating right all day, drinking water like you just did. Those things yes. are important. And it is the small things that add up over time. But you have to have it here in your mind first. And then, and again, too, I have a lot of people come in and they put too much on their plate. They want way yeah. too much too quickly. And it is a, a slow, steady, that's a boat, right? Slow and steady wins the race. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, but it does take time. And, and, and I like the word simplicity. That really hit me too. Is, and then that's when I found out that you take pictures. And I already saw that on Facebook, but your pictures are amazing, but simplifying your life. And so I have a less or more lifestyle. I started probably 10 years ago by slowly getting rid of things. And I think I gave a gift to my kids because if I pass and when I pass, they'll only have a few things to go through. But I also feel more freedom than I've ever had in my whole life. Yeah. Yeah, I agree 100%. Yeah, you know, and, and there was a shift with me as well. Um, you know, and actually, you know, um, that actually happened when my, my father passed away a few years ago, when I realized all the things I mean, he, and he was very simple, <laughs> he would never buy anything for himself. But all of the things that he had, I realized that, you know, they don't go with him, right? They, they're still right there. And really what is important in life? It's not getting the big car or the house on the beach. And it's really the, about relationships. And, and it's funny when I asked some people and I did some interviews, you know, what, what is it you want in life? And some would say, you know, the house, a house on the beach. And after several questions, they said, well, why do you want the house on the beach? It would get to, I want, because it'll be peaceful. So then I said, oh, so it's peacefulness you want, not the house on the beach, right? And so there may be other ways to get peacefulness than having the house on the beach or that fancy car or a car, period. So um, that's what it's all about, right? Getting those attributes, those, those life gifts um, in other fashions. Well, it goes back to the things you can control uh, yeah. inside your own mind. So as the hypnotherapist, watching the thoughts you think and then doing your best, like I say, like a two-year-old, shh. Like you'll have a thought and it makes your stomach sick, but you keep thinking mm -hmm. the thought that means playing the past or anxiety of the future. And just asking yourself, just like you would a child, be, to be quiet and just look at, at the sky or, or touch the steering wheel as you're driving or listen to the music in your car, but be in the present moment. And I, it's, it's such a practice. And if you get to a point where you're in the present moment, you'll know. Because that's yeah. when magic and, and I call it synchronicities and you get winks from the universe and all of a sudden you're you're uh, you're noticing and paying attention. So it's, it's 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 and they say meditation, but I get it when I'm you know I'll get tell you when I get it when I'm taking photos of nature. I'll go to the beach on a beautiful sunset and I'll sit there for hours, but all of a sudden I am so engaged in the beauty of this world that my mind goes blank. Not, I'm sure what? that makes sense to you. 
Oh, 100%. When, when I'm walking, you know, my nature walks, what I, I try to do early in the morning when the sun rises and, uh, you know, on the weekends for sure. Uh, it, it, I just breathe it in. I feel it. I smell it. And, and, I, and I try to hold on to that feeling. So when later on I may be in a stressful situation, I, I revert back to that. I think about those, those moments and it, you, you could just feel the anxiety or stress just drain away because, you know, again, it's, it's there. It's all around us. There's always some place we can take a walk and, and enjoy some of the beautiful nature around us. And, and it's nature. Uh, was it nature moments? Nature moments by Dr. Joe. So it's nature moments, B-Y-D-R-J-O-E. Oh man, okay. I love it. I, anyways. I just feel it's, uh, again, the universe brings people into my Lift Your Spirit show who have a common vision, a common purpose or passion, and I feel super blessed to have you on the show today. Uh, Give your website. Your website for your book. Yes, it's iouliving.com. So the letter I, the letter O, the letter U, the word living.com. And, you know, you can... uh, a link for the book, but also takes the PH2E assessment. And I purposely put a lot of resources on there. So there's a lot of free resources about the 12 essential anchors and, you know, a lot of things we talked about. And we're going to take one more break and we're going to chat a a little bit more with Dr. Joe. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Stay tuned. So I want to say it's so easy for me now. And I need to say thank you, Mother. Mark your calendars for the 2021 Virtual Northwest Green Home Tour. This virtual tour is a free educational interactive online event showcasing sustainable green homes, remodels, and energy retrofits throughout the Pacific Northwest. The show runs for three consecutive Saturdays, May 1st, 8th, and the 15th, with different projects on each day. The Northwest Green Home Tour provides an opportunity for members of the community to learn about sustainable building practices from the people and businesses that support it, including builders, contractors, suppliers, and green homeowners. Join them online to see amazing projects such as backyard cottages, whole house remodels, new construction, and learn about successful green building implementation on May 1st, 8th, and the 15th. Registration is free. Donations are greatly appreciated. Experience the 2021 projects by registering at nwgreenhometour.org. That's nwgreenhometour.org to custom design your tour today. Lift your spirits with us every Friday at 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 1150 a.m. KKNW Seattle. We will be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Miss a show? No worries, you can visit 1150kknw.com and click on our archive page or like Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie on Facebook for upcoming guests and events. To contact me, Dina Marie, visit dina-marie.com. Thank you so much for listening. Alternative Talk 1150, the talk of the sound. Welcome back. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie, and my heart is singing. Uh, joining me is Dr. Joe, and your book is IOU, Life Leadership. To me, this book is a Bible. <laughs> it's kind of like a little, it's something you, you know, pick up. And the other day, I, I just had a little issue, and then I picked it up, and it said exactly what it, I, I needed to 
to to know at the moment. It kind of calmed me down. But it has so many uh, tools in it. So how? I mean, this took a while to write, didn't it? <laughs> yes, <laughs> it took a lot of research. Uh, really, uh, several years. Uh, I've been jotting different notes down. And um, again, my uh, my doctorate actually is in educational leadership. So I, I've studied this all my life. I love it. I live it every day um, at the school district and working with staff and giving uh, lectures. So. Yes, it has 114 illustrations in it that we created, because I think a visual is, is very important for, for individuals to, to gain it. I'm coming from the educator um, aspect that has foundational concepts at the end of the book, definitions. So like you said, you can just pick it up and, and go to any chapter. You don't have to read it from cover to cover. Um, it has a lot of uh, specific tools, I think, actionable tools you can use uh, right away. And for me, it's those are the my my favorite kind of books because I like to read a book and then, uh, but for me, I, I do angel cards. I know it sounds crazy, but like if I'm having a bad day, I'll go pull an angel card. But this is there's oh, like I got three good. books by my bed, and this is the third one now because well I got rid of everything, so now I have this book. <laughs> but it's just one of those things where and again I want to give it to my son because this is very I want to say like childlike. It is for everyone. It's a super easy book to read, and I think uh, young people would really like it too. Yeah, I mean, I tried to to, to write it from uh, your, you know first yourself. You could think through this book or family, which is very important, obviously, to me in the book. So it's self, family, team, or organization. So uh, you know, again, if it's a universal principle, it should work in all uh, different environments and cultures. And so you just got it. It just released, didn't it? Yes, just um, about two weeks, and it hit several bestseller lists, so I'm <laughs> really excited about that. So I'm just going to go back. So you're like, I'm just going to write a book. Did you think it would be this big? <laughs> no, not at all. I, I Again, it was just something I wanted to document a lot of my grandfather. So every <clears throat> chapter starts off with a story about my grandfather, um, you know, his life, and uh, gives that kickoff. And that's all it was going to be. But then through Franklin Covey and working through Franklin Covey, Stephen Covey, uh, a good friend of mine, Gary McGuey, presented it to Stephen M. R. Covey, and he loved it and actually wrote the forward to it. So when I realized, okay, you know, I think we have something special here, and then I really felt the the pressure to, to, to you know, to make this the best I can. So um, I'm just very fortunate and just excited, uh, you know, how it's doing and that it's resonating with individuals. And the universe was winking at you. That was a sign to keep taking the boat the direction you were going. <laughs> yes. And that's that's important too. To My stepdad says, if you don't know what to do, don't do anything. And so if you're not really perfectly clear about taking your boat out and where you're going to go, and if, it, if, the, if everything's working, maybe you should sit back and and work on it a little bit. Yeah. But a lot of people are going too fast, too forward, and haven't set, set their course. Is that true? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that analogy of, you know, we use a nautical theme. So, you know, you're a life ship and, and we're out on our journey in the seas and the seas, as we know, it could be calm or it could be very rough and difficult. So that's like going through your life. And how do you react to it? So we can't change the seas but we can change how we react, our outward reactions. So we can't change the outward world coming to us, but we can definitely 100% control how we want to react to it. And going through the your journey and then finally reaching that destination and, and pulling into port and imagining, you know, you've met that goal and start preparing for your next. So it's a nice visual, but yes, absolutely. I mean, it's a, it's a journey. 
and listening to Mother Nature. So I just got a, like a visual of a ship. You know, we have a plan to travel, but it the seas aren't right. I mean, why would you risk your life? So maybe you sit and you work on your boat a little bit longer. And that's I think that's right. what the pandemic gave us is we had this precious time to work on our relationships, our health, you know, and, and make our families tighter and appreciate teachers a lot. <laughs> you yeah. know, all those things that we had. And I just think I know a lot of people, they have goals and, and things they have to do. And then they're out there doing them, but they're not finding any joy. There's no peace. It's, it's detrimental to their health. So, you know, it's one of those things we really have to say, stop, just stop for a little bit. Find that joy, find that peace, go sit in nature. That's my, I take people yeah. on retreats. All I do is sit their butts on a beach and they are happy as a clam. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely. It's the journey. It's not just the destination, right? So, so life anchor six is life goals. And, and it's about enjoying the complete journey and enjoying the, even just the, the preparing the goal. You know, think it's so exciting when you're thinking about something I want to achieve and, you know, in, in that planning, enjoying that moment. And then, moving into the, uh, you know, the, the actual doing of the task and then realizing ahead of time, you're going to fail. You're going to have difficulties. And I don't call them failures. I call them productive struggles in the book, right? That's part of life. And then enjoying that saying, you know, when something goes wrong, I can do something to improve it. And, you know, having checkpoints and then evaluating and having a, a, a an accountability partner. And then, you know, reaching the goal is, is the byproduct. And, it's over, right? You're right. You reach your goal. But if you don't enjoy the journey, which may have taken six months, a year, um, then, you know, you're missing out because life's going to go by. We get one precious life and enjoy every moment that we can. And there, there's your health again. And your relations vibrate at a different level when you're, you're feeling good about yourself and you attract, I, you know, I call it smiling inside. But when you feel good and you have joy inside your heart, you just have this weird interaction with some stranger and he's super fascinating you just built the labyrinth that you just walked <laughs> you right, know? Right. and it's it, it, it's i find that i'm around less people you know just less yeah. people but the quality is is higher but that's because i took the time to do my homework this year at least this year plus but really this year because i had so much time to do it and i think too if we hadn't taken the time now when things start to speed up we're going to really have to it's going to be more of an effort as right. things speed yeah. up so Oh, I like how you said smile in your heart. I mean, in the song, I wrote smile with your eyes, smile with your heart or smile inside. That's great. And working with, with children in our school and our elementary schools, I mean, and that's what's so great. They don't care that if you have, uh, you know, possessions, they just want to know that if you can smile with your eyes, that's, that, that's what's most important to them. If they see you walk up and they say, oh, I, you know, yeah. um, you know, you're there to help me. And, and, you know, that's so important that sometimes we forget about. I've been doing a lot of winking. <laughs> <laughs> I wink so much now it's, it's embarrassing but you know kids they need that and I had my mask on yesterday and you know she's two years old and she could see my eyes smiling you know I was outside yeah. but yeah kids you know they really need that and, and we're all children inside anyways so oh for sure it's uh, funny when you say with masks yeah we, we had to teach you know we actually talked about it with kids because you can't see their expressions so it, it forced us to do exercises with your eyes and try to again what does happy eyes look like what does sad eyes look like and kids really started you know and i've started like you know you have to just open your eyes when you when you're speaking when you have that mask on and you know how great that is now when hopefully we take off the mask at some point that you know we have a full expression now yeah. um, and uh, again that that outward uh what i call them the hidden outward dimensions what we do is it matching our inward intentions well and i think too we'll just say the pandemic because we're missing the music we're missing 
I'm missing the dancing with my grandkids. I'm missing the yeah. community. It, it's all those things we took for granted, you know, and that's why I'm highlighting a musician each week because, you know, it's been a long time and they're, they're hurting and they're sad and they're not being able to right. do the thing that their, their purpose and their passion. But yeah, the whole, I'm art, music and community. Every event I do is surrounded, you know, from a all ages perspective, whether it's a healing event or, or musicians and artists and, um, those are the higher chakras. Those are the, those things that make life really worth living. And Mother Nature. Right. How many people weren't appreciating Mother Nature and spending more time on a phone on a vacation than on the beach? Wherever I am, I, I find a pond. You know, even if it's a you know it's a busy area where it's um you know it could be a lot of buildings and but there's always you'll see some kind of pond and this nature there. It's amazing what you can find, and people always ask, "Where do you find these birds?" And I say, "Just look up. <laughs> They're <laughs> all around us. <laughs> Beautiful. You know, a lot of times we just keep walking and we're just walking with our head down or we're walking straight ahead." The nature is there and it's amazing if you go take a walk in the park and get a good pair of binoculars that's important and just look around and, and you'll just be amazed at what's what's around you well the station's here in bellevue and i get here super early and go to the botanical gardens nobody's oh, there i was entertained nice. by bunnies this morning you know and all the <laughs> tulips and things but yeah uh just like you i couldn't work at uh, my island because the internet was so bad so i kept leaving but every day i'd find an hour in mother nature and there are parks everywhere. And you're right. right. Look up and, and take your phone away. It's For me, I love to run and see the color and take a photo real quick. And then I, I do my fast trotting is what I call it. But just to spend an hour with trees and Mother Nature, and you will see nature. Um, I see whales and otters and herons and I saw a deer the other day. But if you're not, um, if you're at home, let's talk about television. If you're in front of your television, God bless America, <laughs> you're not right. going to get the same um, feeling or joy. Yeah, no, 100%. Absolutely. Yeah, there's so much out there. And, and again, it's it's free and it's right there for us to get some more of that peacefulness. Do you have a television? We do. I, I, I don't watch TV. I watch sports and I watch some movies. But um, no, that's something that when you say, how do you have time to write the book? That's how I have time <laughs> to write the book. That I, I don't get into a lot of those, um, you know, sitcoms and, you know, those series. But um, um, again, listening to music is another great outlet because then your imagination is just so much more. Mm -hmm. And I always tell some of my clients to go back to a time in their life when they were really, really happy and just bring out that era, you know, because it, it, it triggers memories. And so right. that's a whole nother thing, you know, you, you know, do you don't want to live in the past, that's for sure. But if you have a time where you felt really good about life and you listen to that song, but I also find that if you're just having random music play in your car, it'll trigger depression or heartbreak or so I always do original music so like your song I have no connection to that song it was brand new to me and it just spoke to me because what me and my son just went through right yeah and he's yeah. out of it now and he's doing so well but yeah motherhood you know just thank you again that and the appreciation from a son or you know that was pretty cool thank you <laughs> yeah. oh, thanks well so what's what's your plans for the future well uh, you know we're we're um you know, sharing the book, sharing it with a lot of colleagues and, and uh, you know, different organizations and um, putting together a workshop actually with uh, someone that can actually, um, you know, present into the, these workshops in, in the person um, that we're putting a guidebook together that also would go with this, um, you know, calling a captain's log that 
is a book that you can use to really uh, write down a lot of this. So we talk about a PH2E journal. So just having a page of peacefulness, happiness, healthiness, and excellence, you say they, they happen to us, write it down. When you feel that peace, write it down what happened. When you feel the happiness, when you feel that you're healthy, and then go, we'll go back to those when we're having those difficult times and, and what preceded those. So there was some natural inward and outward living that preceded those those moments. And that's what we want more of. So, um, so a lot of exciting things. I'm, you know, always writing, writing songs. So, you know what, that's, that's my life. <laughs> well, and a, a curriculum for kids. I, you know, I would really love if we switched our, our children into the more heart-based for a while, because we had a whole year where they weren't even interacting with other kids, but to learn the art of communication and empathy and, you know, to look up and appreciate. Oh. 100%. I mean, you know, listening, you know, is is the most important thing and not listening to reply. I mean, a lot of times when we're speaking to someone, we're, we're waiting for that period or comma in their sentence so we can jump in, as opposed to really trying to listen empathically. And I call that wholehearted, wholehearted listening in the book, uh, listening with your heart and repeating back what they said so they know that they under, that you understand them and that you understand what they're trying to get that that's a skill and and we do teach that with the kids and for us as adults um, when we do that it just brings the level of trust in, in our relationships to you know such a high level i call it iou trust where you both inspire each other you influence each other and you have alignment of principles when you have those three that's the highest form of trust uh, that you can have and like you said, listening, I have older kids, much older with grandkids. And the less I talk, the more, the healthier our relationship is. And they, they'll ask me questions, but I don't say you need to do this or I, I, I don't go there. And they, they, they find it on their own. And it's been really nice for me to have this year to just have that quiet. But I yeah. also found myself cutting people off because I'm so alone that I don't have anyone to talk to sometimes. <laughs> so I do have a balance now, but it is being aware of how much, how, how engaged you are and, and, and the, the, the ball goes back and forth, right? Yeah. Especially when it's high emotion. I mean, that's, that's when you really need to empathically listen. You know, when you're having a conversation, you're just going back and forth, but when there's high emotion or someone has some concern, you know, that that's when you really need to pull back and, and have attention. I have an older daughter as well, a 25 year old. And so I get a nice different perspective than the 17 year olds, which I write a lot about in the book. Mm -hmm. um, but um, yeah, 100% when you just sit back and, and, you know, they know that you're listening and you're, you know, they feel that you're there for them. Uh, it's amazing. In the book, my father used to say, and I put this in one of the sections, how'd you make out? That was his favorite line. He'd call <laughs> me up and say, how'd you make out? And my brothers, I have two brothers as well. And just those words would just mean so much because it wasn't how I, what I did. He wants to know, how did you make out in a situation? And he would just listen. And, you know, that was, you know, a powerful lesson. In fact, um, you could even, I have a name in the book that you can send an email to me at how'd you make out at <laughs> iouliving.com just to share your feelings or your thoughts. So it's just, uh, again, simple things in life that, that make it so special that, um, you know, help our relationships. Thank you so much. What a, a beautiful hour. <laughs> and I just love meeting you. Uh, your website one more time. It's IOUliving.com. Letter I, letter O, letter U, living.com. Amazing. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, everybody, come back next week for more people, places, and activities that will lift your spirits. Now we pass these gifts to our children, keeping your light as our guide. 
Today with the challenges I face You're still making things alright So I want to say Life's so easy for me now And I need to say